Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-so crew goes down a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. Guys, we're in February. Finally. Feels like forever. February. February. I don't understand. Why is that? Why is that other R in there? I've never understood that. Because the English language is stupid. It's, then, it's, it's silent. It's the dumbest language yeah, in the history then, of, of course, ever. Wednesday. I don't do so. I mean, whatever. Record, record. Yeah. There, there, there. Two, two, two. We are in February. Making us, making us have at least two months. Okay, we got two months. Two months of shows. We're eight weeks. Eight weeks. It's like crazy. it's crazy for you guys. I mean, yeah. I haven't been in the whole time. It's still weird for me, but it's got to be nuts for you guys. It feels weird. It feels weird. It's, it's awkward, actually. It's senior itis, but we're not going to finish it. We're actually last show right now. Last we cut show. it off. It's senior. You out it is senior itis for us. However, we've not, been held not with back. My OCD. Not this close to the end. We've been uh, we've uh, been held back two years. I do feel a bit of senior itis. It's like I, yeah, every I time too. I turn on one, it's like oh, there's so little left. It's yeah. like. I, Why? What, what, <laughs> the show that we the the place the location. Watch it like Cornette watches shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the end. There's the end. The location that we watch it from. I just love seeing like all eight are in one page now. Oh yeah, and it's, it's like, just like dot 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 cause, dot. Because famously, Joe, we're we're cock free. We're cock free. Yeah, since '93. I've been cock free since birth. About Tuesday for me. <laughs> About Tuesday for New me. New record. <laughs> Nude record. Nude record. New, it's or record is pronounced new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. Oh, we haven't done that part yet. Not even close. And we're alongside here with the enforcer, the humorous in dead race, Corey Mac. I'll pull my gat out. <laughs> there it is. Or a pair of scissors. Scissor me. <laughs> Scissor me to chosen one. You meant a whole different thing when Arn and Sid were talking. Mike Poole. Would you rather have Arn scissor you or Sid scissor you? Sid. Sid might miss. Yeah, Sid's probably going to miss half the shots. <laughs> Sid misses half the shots he takes. Yeah. He'll stab himself somehow. Yeah, he'd stab himself. He'd open a plane door and hang out the side. His own corroded artery somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Here hit the rod. <laughs> 43 inches. 43 inches. Doing the tape measure to me, and I'm 6'3 and a half. And oh, what you like six one half last week? What the hell's happening here? I got, uh, I have the Raven boots. Yeah, you got Raven's boots. You have Raven's terrible fucking facial hair? Oh, man. I could. I probably could. Jesus Christ. With my, my no shave pandemic. It's where you puberty at 44, but with, you know. he's already given up. With my no shave <laughs> pandemic beard still happening. <laughs> can you call it a beard, Joe? No. You can, I, you hey, know, man. You can, you can play for the Yankees right you now. You don't know. You don't know how happy I am that I have like three pieces of my hair from my mustache, somewhat touching the bottom of my chin. He's got free. He's got face pubes. Face pubes and proud of You're it. You're basically Triple H in like 2011. I'll take <laughs> Those it. Weird pubes he had on his face. I'll weird. take it. I'll take it. I'll take you guys though to Monday Nitro. Oh, well, for February. Fifth of the year two thousand and one. We're in. Where are we? Fuck, I don't know. It's Tulu. Tupelo. Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo. Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo, Mississippi. Anything important? Tupelo, Corey. Birthplace of Elvis Presley. So yeah. So nothing. Yeah. So nothing. Nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing really big happened. Yeah. Nothing big. Honestly, I thought he was born in Memphis. I didn't know he was born in Tupelo. Nope. Born in Tupelo, Mississippi. Lived there until thirteen. 
then they moved to Memphis. Did the bright lights get into Memphis? Save his soul? Uh, no, they were poor as fuck when they moved. It's just there's a difference between Tupelo poor and Memphis poor. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tupelo poor. Whoo, that's that's poor. The you poorest know, of poor. All I know about Memphis is it's hard here for a pimp. That's all I know. Yeah, it's true. That's what Three Six Mafia told me. Yeah. Uh, DJ, first of all, sir. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Terrence com- Howard. Commentary team is one. He's still waiting for his suit, by the way. Uh, <laughs> ten years later, God, he's an idiot. Is Orange Cassidy in the front row? <laughs> right, idiot. Lost himself millions. What a moron. Idiot. Maybe I don't. I'm going to tell you. Maybe the dumbest career move ever in yeah. movie history is Terrence Howard. Wanting more money for Iron Man 2. And so they were like, what is going to replace you? He then? wanted more than Downey Jr. became he's, it became Don Cheadle in the next 25 movies. But he still talks now as if he's the reason for the success and how Downey turned. Downey somehow knew oh. that he had to, to fuck him over. Checks out. And save you know, himself. Checks out. And I like Terrence Teller, but you're a fucking idiot. Checks out. <laughs> but that's, some, that's some delusional shit right there. My God. For over 50 like, years. The dumbest career move ever. At and best, he makes it sound like it was 50-50. No. The he, Star Wars. Nope, he, and like, nope. Like, if they have to replace Downey, those movies probably don't happen. They no. easily <laughs> replaced, replaced and you. upgraded you. Yeah. Like, and then, I don't know what to tell you. The fun part about that is when they upgraded him, they're like, hmm, how would it work? And then, like, the first scene you see uh, Cheadle and Downey, like, okay, yeah. Yep. Later, Howard. <laughs> Uh, commentary team is one Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. We start the show off though with Flair Arian in the ring yelling at Nash, who's in the aisle. I liked this. Yeah, abrupt. This one that was like abrupt. Sometimes you need this, guys. We're already chaos has started. It was a throwback to like '96 nights where we're like when the dude was like stealing papers off desks. Like, what the yep. fuck is happening here? Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Cause like shit was already off the rail before it's, we even got to the show. It's like Austin. Like a you know ninety eight, it was him beating someone up, dragging the camera with him. Like, come on, let's go. It was always Jarrett too. Yeah, if you notice. (laughs) Well, you know, Uh, Nash calls uh, Flair a jackass and tells him to. uh, Oh, uh, Flair calls him a jackass and tells Nash to get in the ring. However, Animal is in between, uh, but Nash then throws Animal into the barricade, which Animal is wearing a. L.O.D. Don't, shirt. Don't even. I but, saw that. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. I think we got the fight. Draws already hurt, though. What's it going to do? <laughs> because uh, the L.O.D. shirt kind of remind me of a, um, I don't know, uh, the B faction behind DX, right? Uh, the, uh, you, you wish. You don't you fucking lifers. The, it looked like an N.W.O. shirt. Oh, yeah. It was a straight-up Wolfpack wannabe N.W.O. shirt. Red L.O.D. <laughs> What a rush! Bum, and bum, I was like, bum. "That's terrible! How dare you?" It's been done by everybody in the wrestling business, though. My kid still rocks his RKO NWO shirt. I almost bought one from in Vegas that was NWO inspired. It depends on what it is. Yeah, it depends on what it is. Because it does doesn't. Uh, wrestling does, Regret has one. It's just the WWW. Yeah, WWW. Yeah. It's a good school shirt. Does the uh, little one have the Astros? Yeah, he's got the HWO. No. Astros World Order. That's actually kind of awesome. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the color screen on it? Orange, orange and black. Because it's the black shirt, but it's got the orange. I kind of don't hate it. It's kind of <laughs> awesome, actually. Yeah, it's got the Astro orange, and come, it's it's the H with the star around it. Come on, Phillies. And then W O. Come on, oh, yeah, come on, Phillies. I'm 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 come on, Phillies. I, I, Bryce, hate, I hate Philadelphia. I'm a but. Bryce Harper fan fanboy now. Come on, Philly. Come on. Fuck you. 
I digress. Um, <laughs> Nash attacks Flair in the ring, putting a big boot to his throat in the corner. Then we see a limo showing up, and it's the Elite. Um, Sander uh, walks in, tells him that Nash has Flair in the ring. Uh, Nash gives Flair a big boot. Nash tells Flair that he's going to strip him naked. So Nash decides to rip off Flair's jacket and shorts, uh, pants. You know, this Flair, is nothing new to Flair. <clears throat> nothing new. Um, Nash is about to give Flair the jackknife powerbomb, but the Elite comes out. And now we have a negotiation situation as Nash says that he will break... The hostage situation. It's like, oh, God. We, he's going to break Flair's neck. It's the NWO SWAT team. <laughs> Jesus. Cat's music hits and the elite surrounding the ring, uh, stage. However, Cat comes through the crowd. And they're all looking at the fucking monitor. He's like, dumbasses, I'm over here. Cat <laughs> says that he's going to book the show tonight. So he's decided, hey, Scott Steiner, you're working three times tonight. You're going to have three matches. It's Match number one, you'll be taking on four cruiserweights. Not enough. Uh, match number two, you'll be taking on DDP. I know DDP won your ass. And then match number three, the main event will be for the title, and it'll be against one Kevin Nash. And if right. if if Steiner loses, Flair has to retire again. Well, thereby confirming the ending of the show. <laughs> yep. Thanks, guys. Yep. But then Cat decides. <laughs> flipping over to Raw that time. Cat then decides. You know, Nash, you can you know take on Steiner by yourself, but. I feel like this should be a handicap match, and Nash, you get to pick your partner, and it could be anyone. So, but the crowd chants for Goldberg. So, get over it, people. He gone. He go. Uh, during the commercial break and coming back, we see the elite helping Flair to the back as Steiner stays back. And for our first match tonight, it's gonna be Scott Steiner versus Kaz Hayashi, Yang. Evan Courageous and Jamie Noble. Scott Steiner in tight black jeans, by the way. Mm-hmm. Did he invent skinny jeans? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Only because they weren't skinny jeans by yep. nature. They were actually Janko jeans, funny <laughs> enough. Just, fun, fun fact. He's so developed that yeah. they became skinny jeans. I was like, clean. How, how are you even moving in there? <laughs> like, I mean, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steiner chucks uh, multiple of them around the ring. <laughs> uh, he hits a total roll slam on Courageous. Yang with the springboard leg drop to the back of the head of Steiner. Ow. Courageous and Noble double we'll suplex him. And then Kaz and Yang double splash Steiner. Steiner, then they pin him, but he breaks. He tosses <laughs> all four, all four of them. on top, and he pushed off. That was a fucking funny spot. <laughs> Steiner with the T-bone suplex to Courageous. Then he military presses. Kaz, Noble, and Courageous to the outside. Steiner with a top rope T-bone suplex to Yang for the win. Jesus. But he stops the pin. Yep. And does then decides to T-bone suplex everyone else. And then he Steiner reclines three of the men. I think he doesn't do Yang because I think Yang might have been hurt. Because Yang was like, <laughs> they left him alone. <laughs> Yang, t- this is the second time on, on a wrestling show the last four four months or so that Steiner has been involved with Yang for some reason. And Yang just takes all of the punishment. Fight forever. And everyone else. They get the recliner. Big deal. But Yang got mugged out there. (laughs) This is like the second time this has happened. It's because he did a a Dino Dash at Shoney's. That's what happened. Because Yang got this T-bone and then he's like face down on the apron the rest of the match. Because his was from the fucking top rope. Yeah. (laughs) we, uh, is he just like good bump taker? So no way that triple recliner felt good for the dude in the middle. No, hurt like a no. motherfucker, dude. Yeah, 
Uh, we go backstage with the elite as Flair's yelling that uh, he could lose his job tonight, but Steiner's like, hey, man, I might lose my title tonight. It's all about me. I have three. I have two other matches tonight, so screw me, you, basically. Me. We go backstage with the cat who's talking with Nash, uh, Brian Adams, and DDP. Adam says he wants to take on Buff tonight. Cat wants to... Uh, no sell. Cat <laughs> uh, wants DDP to take Steiner to Bangtown. <laughs> and Nash just can't be bothered. He is so... Just like, I don't... Why are we here? He's like, whatever. We see Mean Gene... Sold already yet? <laughs> we, we see Mean Gene with Rick Steiner as he decides that, hey... All of Flair's guys have a title, and we should bring one back to the good guys. So he wants his U.S. title shot tonight. Uh, then we go Joe, to- Joe, buzzing with excitement, because yeah. that means we get Shane Douglas on the show for good. And I have a question about this. <laughs> uh, but he this- is not your father. That is Marty Jannetty. Well, he's his daddy in a different way. No, never. <laughs> Shane Douglas is his drunk uncle. Yeah, his drunkle. Drunkle. Um, we go to Mean Gene with Brian Adams as uh, Clark. He says Brian Clark's on Everything the shelf. I do, I do for you. He's on the shelf because of that chair shot from Animal. And let's show it from different angles. Jesus Christ, dude! And that, that is that, a brutal chair shot. He was finding it hard to believe that he's in heaven. <laughs> all for one, one for all. That's such a bad song. I mean, a it's bad. A, song. It's a terrible movie. Well, yeah, it goes, it goes great with that terrible song. <laughs> oh wait. Joe, did that did look you enjoy say three you like Three Musketeers? Is that that look was? Oh, Three Musketeers? No, I was thinking of um, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah, no, we the Costner one. Well, that wasn't that good either. That's but, also bad. I didn't mind it. But it's better than Three Musketeers. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, Three Musketeers. You're not wrong. No. They can... Uh... It's, who, so, Sting and Brian Adams, who's the third idiot? Rod Stewart? S- Rod Stewart. Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're talking a dream Fuck team. that. A dream team nobody wanted. Jesus. Um, I've also I've always called Joe the Rod Stewart of this podcast. I famously always said that. I think I'm sexy. Thank you. Uh, we go back. Wake up, Maggie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we go backstage and we see the elite talking about what they just saw. Buff says he's not scared. Of Adams. Name. I keep thinking he's talking about the Bucks and Omega. Like, know, what are you I'm talking like, about? Well, don't worry. Come don't worry, Thunder. Come, we'll figure come it thunder, out. Yeah. Uh, Bluker comes up with a match for Tully Buff versus Chronic at Super Brawl Revenge in a no DQ match, and Flair likes that. <laughs> Well, I'm glad Flair likes when it. When Brian Adams is probably the work rate in your match. <laughs> uh, who's the ref? <laughs> Good point. He might be him. If it's Little Nate, he's by far the best worker in the match. <laughs> Fuck, if it's Slick Johnson, it might be Slick Johnson. <laughs> Our Jesus. next match for the U.S. title, it's shit staying himself, Shane Douglas. That's, versus Vince, Russo. that's Vince Russo, sir. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I have a different name for him. Come Stain Douglas. <laughs> Come Stain Douglas. Versus Rick Steiner for the U.S. title. Like, <laughs> the worst, like, an 1800s cowboy name. I come Stain. Come Stain Douglas. Comes, come Stain Douglas. Uh, he's coming out wearing a cast. He, over uh, his dick? No, just over his arm. Uh, I think it was made out of that. Um, I forgot what he talked about because it's for me when he's talking is a goddamn. Mm, <laughs> it's a vortex. Yeah. He said nothing. Yeah. Before. He said nothing. Saginaw. He was gonna franchise somebody or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like when he talks. I'm like, I was maybe it's a teacher from Peanuts. It, it honestly really is because it's just the, the same saying end bombs the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't hear. <laughs> 
Saginaw. <laughs> uh, they fight to the outside. Fran, uh, Fran come, tries to use the chair, oh, but man. the ref pulls it away from him. Huh? Oh, okay. Steiner with the belly belly. Then he hits the Steiner line. He goes for the line. He goes for the bulldog. The but I do too. Uh, Douglas hits him with the cast. Douglas hits the French uh, franchiser, but then poses. That means Steiner kicks out. Steiner then hits the DVD for the win, and your new U.S. champion. Rick Steiner. Well, they, you should have liked this, though. They punked out Douglas. Oh, I did. Because like, he, he gives him the DVD and then just moseys his way over, <laughs> pans him, barely bothers to hook the leg. <laughs> like, it was also, like, that uh, Steiner line connected. Yeah. But he couldn't have made him look like a weaker bitch or the pin so, if he tried. So, Jesus. your new U.S. champion, Rick Steiner. So, this brings up to that my question I asked earlier. He's on steroids. <laughs> is this? Do we have Douglas till the end? Is it? Oh, no, he's, still, no, he's, no, he's, no, he's still okay. He's still okay. Because yeah. it's just like because. Oh, just wait for the next feud, Joe. You'll be very excited. I was just confused by. Do it. Do you remember the next feud? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> I, I just kinda, I, to me, this oh, is it, this is one of those war story tropes thing that. The match happens two weeks, three weeks before the pay-per-view, and it's because whoever lost is out the door. And I can or... see where you would be wishing for that here. Yeah, but I'm... unfortunately, no, Joe. The franchise breaks the streak. God damn it. Uh, and in fact, of course he does. It somehow gets worse for you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. We go backstage with Flair and Chavo, who's type, and you know Flair's talking Chavo up that he's the man. Uh, Flair says he has someone for Chavo to take on. He scouted people from south of the border. He said him and Chavo Classic. Yep. Scouted these people for you. Yep. Which, for whatever reason, popped Shivani like a <laughs> motherfucker, dude. He could not let it. What are we doing? Uh, it's supposed to be uh, MJF. Well, I know what he's supposed to be doing, but. Zane is supposed to be uh, Shivani. Anyway, Flair notices Dustin Rhodes headed the ring. Then we go to the ring for Dustin Rhodes. As Rhodes says, hey, uh, Flair won't forget the name of Rhodes. As then Flair shows up on the Tron. I thought it was a clever little... Yeah. Flair says that, hey, this is his WCW and you're fired and you don't work here. <laughs> That's quick. And they cut uh, Rhodes' mic as Flair then begins losing it on the Tron. <laughs> I actually liked this part. So when they came back from commercial, yeah. I started to show what happened and then Flair had him cut it off. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking good, actually. Uh, it's fucking Rhodes, brother. Security <laughs> takes the takes Dustin out. The, the They cut the footage. The commentary says that Flair did not want people to see Dustin on TV, so they cut the footage. I, he hates in some Rhodes, man. I, I like it. Our next match is DDP versus Scott Steiner for the second match for... This should have should be like a pay-per-view to main event, right? Like a pay-per-view. It's just... Seems well, like a waste on a nitro match. We, we I mean, did have a feud when he chucked his wife out the door. That was awesome. I mean, she jumped. Self high five. I don't. <laughs> you know how you know back in the day how I, now watching knowing I did not watch WCW at this time frame, it's because of this of the DDP theme music going. Oh, what is this sick? They should uh, just use the superior network dub. Yeah. See, we Yes, it is. Yes, it Big Shivani Tony fan. Shivani, man. Uh, he's more importantly, he's honestly, more importantly, he's playing 2003 TNA Tony Shivani. Yeah. It's a fantastic orange shirt, by the way. That's what he wore. It's fantastic. And he had the beard, too. So this is Bangtown match, I guess. Oh. Bangtown. 
Yeah, yes, please. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> Lucky motherfucker. Who the fuck? Oh, is that the answer? Yeah, I thought it was a wrestler. I'm like, who the fuck? It's low, pretty low-key. Yeah. Uh, DDP with his own version of the rock bottom. Steiner throws DDP in the barricade, drops him on the barricade. Medeja trips DDP on the top turnbuckle. That's Steiner weird. grabs him. Uh, and runs him across the ring post and puts him in the tree. Whoa! And then chokes him. Uh, chokes him out. We get a ref bump. DDP hits the diamond cutter. Goes over for the cover, but the ref uh, uh, is still down. Ref finally gets up, but he rings the bell. DDP goes crazy. So he goes into the crowd and celebrates. But then a fan and a Jeff Jarrett attacks. And it turns out that fan is one. It'll never end. One canyon. The feud will never end. Well, we never did get a payoff when Positively Canyon just disappeared last October. Which they mentioned. Like, yeah. Which they mentioned. Like, oh, hey, I guess he's not Positively pa- Canyon anymore. I uh, so I didn't know he came back. I didn't either. Before it ended. So I was, I'm happy to see him not used like this, but because it just means he's going to job to the EDP. But. A tale as old as time. <sighs> For over 50 years. years. Hey, Jaden, a big Canyon fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we see a D- Nash checking on DDP, uh, Jarrett and Canyon running into a limo and driving off. Our next match is El Nino versus... <laughs> Which is Spanish for the, the Nino. Nino. Versus Chavo Guerrero <laughs> Jr. El, Dude, Joe, Joe, do you know what El Nino actually is? Well, yeah, it's El Nino. Hilarious. It's the hurricane and... Yeah. Stand back! It's 1990s... I hate to be spoiler here, but I thought it stood for I'm Rey Mysterio Jr. Oh, it did. <laughs> oh, it's a rough translation. Because that, oh, this would be good. Because that's clear as day. But, I mean, I, as soon as he came out, I'm like, well, it's Rey Mysterio. Oh, that's right. Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did some manners. And I was like, Ray, God damn it. Yeah. I, that, that's what it is. He, yeah. he, just, oh, he just walked like him. I'm yeah, like, eh. it wasn't. It wasn't like, because in the match, he does the Bronx Buster. And it's like, oh, okay, that's Ray. Well, that, but he, like, he's supposed to get he away then. He did something but, yeah. in the aisle way, too. I'm like, oh, that's Ray. Also, he's a short, fat dude. So. Yeah. It's like, well, probably right. Oh, what I watch. I watch. Do they show something? I don't know, midweek or something? <laughs> Bang bros. But No, maybe. But like, someone bros, showed a highlight. Right? Someone like, what happened to Ray? Someone had to go see bros. What happened? Very few did. Don't get Billy well, Eilish about it. Believe me. Um, what happened? <laughs> Make a better movie. What has happened to Ray Mysterio? <laughs> right. From the beginning of the year to where we're at now, of, of 2000? Storied water. Huh? A sword, yeah, or, yeah. He's got that Hogan 989 steroid gut. Yeah, he does. I think that might have gave it away for me, too. Maybe, hey, um, tiger, tiger likes him thick. You know what I'm talking about? El Nino does a springboard crossbody, but Chavo <laughs> catches him and hits a backbreaker. El Nino with a slingshot crossbody to the outside. Chavo throws El Nino into the crowd and then suplexes him back over the barricade. Yeah, it's like he threw him hard. I was like, Jesus, dude. Well, this is the Nino. And uh, the people. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready for that. Yep. <laughs> Security, you got to be a little better. Get over there, buddy. Yep. The Nino with the Frankensteiner and a head scissor take, take over. The Nino with a bulldog springboard <laughs> leg drop for the win. Then he rips his mask off, and it turns out to be one Ray Mysterio Jr. And Gasp. Tony, Tony, I know you're checked out. At least try to sound surprised it's Ray Mysterio Jr. I mean. That motherfucker didn't. I mean, maybe he was just let down. He was like, oh. maybe, maybe like they didn't actually tell him who it was going to be, and he was like, oh god oh, damn it, it's Ray, it's Ray, because it was like, 
Boy, you're supposed to be like, oh, it's Ray Mysterio. He was like, oh, oh it's Ray Mysterio. I, I was, was hoping like, the mask would come off and it would have been Ray wearing his old mask. <laughs> That would have been fucking fantastic. Because it was Hudson who was like, hey, that move looked familiar. Hey, that move looked familiar. Uh, Chavo goes Baseball after stuff? Ray. Uh, Ray trips him in the uh, turnbuckle and hits the Bronco Buster. Bowdy, bowdy. But yeah, uh, I think Ray did a mannerism in the entrance. I was like, oh, that's Ray Mysterio. Who do? I think that's what he yelled, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our next match, hear me out if you guys are excited for this one. It's Team Canada. Versus Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. Yeah, not really. This came out of nowhere because right. they're both heels. Yeah. Well, though, what was the reason? This team, the, this thriller's incarnation is the face now? I don't know. They're slowly turning what face. What the shit? They're, yeah, you can look at it. I know, but. They're, they've clearly set Stasiak and Jendrak up as the heels. At least they put the two good workers together. Yeah, right. So, but, so I mean. That. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's like, so, because, like, even our, our spoiler for the midweek, it's like, there was, like, a, another match like this. I'm like. Who are you rooting for here? I don't know. Like, who's the good guys in this match? Joe, there's no good good guys guys or bad guys. That's passe. I'm sorry, Vince. (laughs) Every time I hear him, like, that, I just, it always comes to mind. Always say it. So great. Uh, So, uh, Storm tells uh, Flair that they have full support of Team Canada. Uh, They're going to play the anthem, uh, but the cat comes out and tells them that they're taking on these guys, and that it's O'Hare and Palumbo. Uh, awesome with the over-the-top rope shoulder tackle to the outside to O'Hare. Palumbo hits a springboard drop kick to Awesome to knock him off the apron. Storm hits a missile drop kick to Palumbo. Palumbo with a power slam to Storm. Awesome with a top rope clothesline to Palumbo. Storm with a side kick to Mr. Palumbo. O'Hare with a spinning heel kick to Storm. Palumbo throws Awesome into Storm. And Storm puts uh, Awesome in the maple leaf because they raked his eyes before, so he didn't know who he was attacking. I th- okay. That was it's funny. stupid, but I thought it was funny. Yes. Where Storm got raked in the eye, so he just puts the move on his own fucking partner. It's like... He doesn't know it's awesome! It's like late 80s territory wrestling. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> but it's so good. It's so good because somebody you never it. see it happen. God damn it. Somebody like a year ago, somebody did it. Like, Luke put the wrong guy in the rack or something. Uh, something like that. They did it on <laughs> AEW like a year ago with the Bucks and somebody where it was the Bucks who were the heels and one of them got raked in the eye and they were supposed to drag the guy to the corner and the guy on the outside would grab the arm and wrench it and he was blinded so he grabbed like Matt and took his arm and kept wrenching it while the opponents were just laughing and looking this at him. This felt like Jimmy Hart was the agent for this match Probably, because yeah. that is a, that's a Jimmy yeah. Hart called spot yeah. well, if I've ever seen one. Uh, Palumbo hits Awesome with a sidekick, and then there's a Shantan bomb for the win. The Shantan. All I see now, when I see Shantan, I'm like, wow, Batista's a big fan, huh? Because that's uh, that's just just Batista. That's what that look is. (laughs) Just if you like that look, uh, watch the next 10 years. Then we see Stasiak and Jindrak telling them that they had their moment. Stasiak is better, so we can all agree on that. that, uh, Stasiak and Jindrak say that they had their moment, but at the pay-per-view, it will be over. Yep. Yep, our next match is Buff Bagwell versus Brian well, Adams. I was going to say, it's amazing how they did put the right two together, and all of a sudden the thrillers just look so weak because these two are head and shoulders above and the other five. What's so, it's like, it's crazy, right? So I didn't think about this when it was Jindrak and O'Hare. Once yeah. I thought, I'm like, Jindrak is small as fuck, yeah. dude. Compared to them, yeah. yeah. Holy like, shit. Palumbo and O'Hare are big men. 
And Palumbo, <laughs> I didn't think it was that big until he stayed next to... Uh, to to O'Hare. To O'Hare. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Those two are huge men. Jesus. What a man meet there. We have... Uh, we ha- But it's that fun fact for the thrillers of you have Jindrak and Stasiak together, Palumbo and O'Hare together, and then like that guy Reno's by himself now. Like he's done, and then uh, <laughs> TV. Where Sa- is he? Sanders is he's not uh, even in the backstage vignettes. Yeah, he's getting stabbed by somebody with salad tongue. He's going trying to fuck his sister again. Well, he was. Uh, so our next, and then Sanders <laughs> is with Flair. Uh, <laughs> Sanders is Flair's bitch boy. Yep. Everybody's a young boy. Yep. Our next match is Buff Bagwell versus Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adams military <laughs> presses Buff and then drops him on his knee. Uh, Buff put- I mean, that's the move he was trying to do. That's not what happened, but he was trying to do that move. Yeah, He's uh, real bad. Buff puts Adams in the long-ass sleeper hold that makes Jarrett jealous. <laughs> no, jealous, ashamed. Uh, Luger, uh, Orton's taking notes. Luger comes out, but out of nowhere, Brian, uh, Brian Clark uh, attacks Luger as that pops the announce. Like, he's not supposed to be here. Buff hits a DDT for a two count. Then Animal comes out to attack Clark. He wants more revenge with that chair shot. Uh, Adams goes hits uh, the full Nelson slam, but the bell rings before uh, begins the ring. As commentary goes, the time ran out, which was horseshit. It was not ten minutes. It was like not four, even was like, not even close to ten minutes. It's like Shivani was keeping time. That reads to me. Neither one of you would do a job, really. Like he's. You're, well, not, told, you're not important. I totally believe Buff wouldn't do a job. Well, we just, honestly, we Buff, should have, Buff should have won, to be honest. <laughs> we witnessed that. And if you're at, picking uh, the hierarchy of the two, it should have been Buff that went over. But you we, know. we just witnessed that when Hacksaw had to take... Uh, yeah, Hacksaw had to take his place at a pay-per-view. Tough yeah, guy. Tough guy. Oh. Uh, okay. awesome. Which is funny to me, because Duggan no- notoriously chintzy with doing jobs because he's from that era, right? But even he would do the job before Buff would. In a 10-minute draw, this was supposed to be. Yep. I have the real time. Yep. How long did you, you think? 6.52. Something like that, 6.45, something like that. Five minutes and 34 yeah. seconds. Uh-huh. That's egregious. That's cutting it in half almost and telling them. Like, they used to do that in the territories. You know, you, Your one-hour main event draws would go 40 minutes. Shivani talked about that. Yeah. Like, he would just shave some time off because he's like, I don't want to stay here forever. Fuck yeah. this shit. I want to go home. <laughs> and nobody... So those flare matches become 48 minutes or 46 minutes. <laughs> Which I'm surprised they would do because even back in the era of kayfabe, fans had watches on. Yeah, they, they knew what was going on. So I mean, I was surprised. I'm surprised they would do it. I mean, they're all in the south. They're all stupid morons. My, uh, well, my all. Speaking of that, my all time favorite story about an hour is the Jim Cornette one where they went over because the fucking <laughs> the guy. Well, I thought if they just had a couple more minutes, they'd beat you. <laughs> God damn it! Want to go home, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We ended up going like an hour or seven. <laughs> we got paid overtime for this shit. It's probably their ninth match that day or something. Yeah. Fucking those schedules back then. Double shots are Holy fucking nuts, God dude. Damn. It was a show in Raleigh, then a show in fucking Indianapolis of that night. That's the problem, too, is it wasn't even in the same state. Fucking. It was in the same goddamn time zone. Jesus fuck. Goddamn. Yeah, we were in Raleigh and then went to fucking Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> then we were in Charlotte the next night. Like, goddamn it. Whoa. You didn't learn until the 90s how to fucking use a map right? <laughs> yeah. 
so the NBA used to be like that. Like, hey, you're going to play uh, the Celtics and then play the Clippers in LA and then go back home and play the Hawks. Like, or you could just do yeah. like seven of the cities like yeah, a two-week span. Or just do a West Coast trip. Which they do now. Like, Jesus they do now. Like, Christ, dude. Like, there are teams. like, I know we have plans. We don't have to use them all the time. It's like, so example, like, like, like the Blazers, they have their East Coast trip. So for like a week and a half, it's all the East Coast teams. God damn. The Spurs have the West Coast feed where they go all the way the, up the, the West. The Spurs have that month and a half in the, the rodeo. middle of the year. Yeah, yeah for the fucking rip, like a 13-day road <laughs> yeah. trip. And it's all the West Coast and then like Minnesota. And then we're back to... The West Coast is the best coast. Board. Also, dubs, dubs down. Dubs yeah. down. Uh, we go backstage with Steyer telling uh, Flair that uh, he has it under control. <laughs> Flair says that there's going to be no outside interference. Yeah. And Cyrus like, I don't need any as he shows him his guns. Did he win? Huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. He's making a name for himself here on the West Coast yeah. after leaving AEW. Yes, yes. We're gonna He's from the Dark Order, number five. Uh we're gonna mean Gene with uh, Adams as Adam says uh, uh he's gonna keep going after Tolly Buff. So then he challenges Luger to a match on Thunder. Ugh. How exciting for the fans. I, and now all of a sudden, I'm not feeling so bad about the the buff match. And I feel can, like he, I, he that was the high point for those fans. <laughs> I night. feel like he also said I, I forgot to write it down, but I think he also made it want to make it a no DQ match with Luger. Oh. Not a submission match. So Ugh. let's go to our next match. As it's going to be our main event for the WWE title. This is going to be Scott Steiner taking on Kevin Nash and a partner of his choice. Nash comes out and talks about how when he ran with K-Dog, they talked about La Familia. So at this moment, I went, he's bringing out uh, Conan. Wrong. Oh, no, he's bringing out... Yeah. yeah, I didn't, yeah. But he's bringing out Scott Steiner's Familia as he brings out Rick Steiner. And the second he came out, I wrote down the finish of the match. Yep. Yes. Yep. But before that, I also <laughs> want to bitch about them using this fucking theme music for Rick Steiner. It's I don't terrible. like it. Bring back the welcome. To the yeah. dog pound. At least for one more time. Or right? Steiner, right? You know? Steiner! I, I, dude, I love that song. I have it on my... It's a story of two brothers, brothers and Rick and Scott. They don't do drugs. <laughs> oh, Scott, Scott does them. Yeah, like, Scott's clean. Clean. Yeah, clean. Rick's dirty as shit. Rick's got that big old Hogan yeah. steroid belly. Here comes Steiner! Steiner line! Uh, the brothers go at it as they fight to the outside. Uh, Scott throws Rick into the crowd. That is the end of Rick as it now becomes Scott and uh, Nat, Kevin. Nash with a sidewalk slam. Nash hits Steiner with the snake eyes. He hits the big boot. And then Rick Steiner out of nowhere goes, hey, video. hit the jackknife. And then he gets my, in the ring and hit it, hit yeah. it. And he starts so, to celebrate. Like, God damn it. And there is the flashing. And I'm talking... Headlines in your He might as well just held up a fucking Sammy Guevara sign. I'm about to turn right now. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm about to turn, brother. As then Nash hits the jackknife, and Rick then stops the pin by giving Nash an elbow Uh drop. A stiff elbow drop. connected. so stiff that that's how Scott Steiner won the match. Hey, you're stiff on your loved ones. Yes. No. Steiner, then the Steiners the attack Nash. <laughs> Steiners start to walk up the ramp, but Nash grabs the mic. We can't hear what he says, but then they start to head back down to the ring. And then DDP comes out saying that the job is... I'll take you from here, nurse, as he brings <laughs> out a chair. <laughs> he brings out a chair, but we run out of time. I hated that ending to the match because... <sighs> it was so predictable. And, and that's why I hated it. Kevin Nash 
for the three, the five years almost he's been in that company with Hall. The entire time he was the one who was too smart. Yep. He never got over. He would have. Yep. He would have never fallen for that shit in a million years. But they're so lazy with the booking now. He's a good guy, so let's have him be stupid. But it's like, it's like it's, come on. It's like rule number one. Steiner comes out. We're having this. Rule number one this is, is that this. Right? Rule number one is this. Hey, we're going to put a stipulation on it for Ooh. somebody who's not in the match. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And so, that's Ric Flair retiring. I and forgot then, about that part already. And then rule number two, <laughs> you have Scott Rick Steiner acting out of the ordinary. You know, the... <laughs> uh, it was like two weeks ago when, like... Uh, whatever the match was, like the wall came out to celebrate in the aisle. I'm like, why? Yeah, he's, of course, of course, they're Rick, turning. Rick Steiner's <laughs> hitting the the turnbuckle, pumping up the crowd to get Nash going. I'm like, well, no, that's, that's fine. fine. But that's still sign no, number. one. But no, no, that's taxi wrestling. That's fine. He was still playing a face at that point. But when he got in the ring and yeah. was celebrating first, I was like, why are you in the ring? So technically, the ref can't count if you're in the ring. Number one, one, number one, I was like, finally, because I've been waiting for this. I knew it would happen. It should <laughs> yeah. win, right? And uh, second of all, Joe, I'm going to spoil something for you because I want to see the look on your face. The Steiner-Douglas feud continues. What? It happens at Super Bowl. I just think about this. So if Rick Steiner just turned heel. Oh, no. What do you suppose no, happens? No, 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 with no, the no, franchise? no, no, <laughs> no, 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 He becomes the franchise. Oh, God. <laughs> no. We he, get he's the baby thing. face. Fuck Shane off, Douglas. Guys. <laughs> I know I'm spoiling it, but I wanted to see the look. It was totally worth it. Come it on. It was totally worth no. it. Babyface Shane no. Douglas is upon us, Joe. No. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is Joe coming with excitement. <laughs> I get, I, he looks like somebody died. <laughs> I guess we can go to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> He's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> we're, we're still on the fifth. <laughs> we're in Atlanta, Georgia. In the George Dome. Mm. Goddamn. Diminishing returns are coming to this fucking building all the time. They said 25,000. Okay. Didn't, it didn't look like it. If you say so, buddy. I mean, it's still better than WCW could do in the Georgia Dome now, but uh, but it didn't look like it. Damn. If, so I have a question <laughs> for you still guys. still crestfallen over there. While Joe is uh, <laughs> contemplating uh, renegading himself. Heat seeker, baby. Uh, <laughs> the if they did a show right now, like, and they announced it like two months from now, in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome now, because Georgia Dome's gone. Yep. They did a WCW show. Yeah. Like they were gonna have as much talent as possible. They was gonna say the fucking old block lettering, the old nitro stage. Like a throwback. How many people do you think they get in that arena? Forty thousand. I think there's enough uh, Wait, nostalgia. Current day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was thinking. Okay, oh, my yeah. mind went forty thousand. How sick would that be? A be awesome. Straight like like one of these raws. Like just go to Atlanta and fucking do a nitro. Right? How amazing would that they be? They had that. Have they the Steiners, have, they have, have that, Nash. They have that storyline. That'd be sick, dude. They have that storyline in 2K, the newest one. Uh, it's one of the more current ones, but they have your story guy, the guy you create, does a storyline about how he's bringing back WCW Monday Nitro for a one-night thing, but, like, you know, video games. So you have a prime Nash, you have a prime Booker, uh, a Waltman. Prime Glacier? Prime Glacier. Oh, yeah. But like he's like, yeah, we're the blocks are at the ringside, and it's just like for one night only, we're doing WCW all over again. Prime Booker, 
these days is his NXT commentary is hilarious. Well, he's also an idiot. He doesn't watch a fucking thing. Yeah, I don't know this guy. He could be good. And that's all he says. Well, so on, Twitter, Stevie, he, he, on Twitter he does say that Mandy Rose is the greatest wrestler in the world. So he's Stevie yeah, Ray. that's Ooh. him doing the Twitter. Okay. So he's Stevie Ray in it. Oh, yeah. He hadn't watched. It was obvious watching that. I would have to, he ain't watched a fucking minute of NXT before being put on there. And even since he's been put on there, he ain't watched it anymore. He has his own stuff to uh, book. I'm going to go ahead like, and be done with Booker Diggs. He, he's like, I don't know what this is, but he's good. Checks out. Thanks, Booger. <laughs> so let's go to Raw, Atlanta, Georgia. JR and Kane commentary. We're going to recap of SmackDown of Austin costing Triple H the title match. Commentary brings up that Austin and Triple H will be here. Undertaker and Kane will be taking on the Dudley Boys for the tag titles tonight. Oh, God. That's certainly out of nowhere. A match. Let's go to our first match, though, of the night for Raw. Matt Hardy with Alita taking on Chris Jericho. I was going to say, using Jericho, they can almost have a Nitro reunion on this Raw, actually. <laughs> uh, Dean Malenko comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Make a count. So that's two. Um, yeah, let's do a running count, too. Um, do we count the awesome trouble? Just well, get to that. Okay. We're, 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 we're two. Okay, we're two. Uh, Malenko comes out uh, before the bell and watches from the stage. He just keeps his eye out on Lita. Jericho with a back elbow from the top rope. Hardy with a second leg, a second rope leg drop for a two. Um, Why is this match happening? Yes. <laughs> um, good. Malenko teases coming down to the ring. I thought this was the company with the better storylines and the hotter acts. They definitely have the hotter acts, but what's the storyline? Well, maybe. Bum, bum. Like, why are they, the Hardys were feuding with the APA for no reason in a face versus face. Now all of a sudden, Matt Hardy and Jericho in a match. Why? Yep. Uh, Matt is stuck in the tree of woe, and the ref helps him, but Lita does a hurricane rana to Jericho as this is happening. Yeah, so I'm like, why is she cheating? What the fuck is this? Yep. Hey. And so, uh, so they also, like, played it off like Jeff Hardy was hurt or something. Was he just doing some, like, rock gig or something like, why he couldn't be here tonight? I don't think he's doing were, that yet. Well, no, because no, they were like, he'll be back on Thursday. I'm like, no, well, where the he was, fuck is he then? He wasn't doing professional gigs yet. I don't know. Uh-huh. It could have been a court case at this point. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, Jericho tosses Matt to the outside. Lita checks on him, but Dean bum, runs bum, down bum, and bum, runs Hardy bum. into Lita. Dean tosses Hardy back in the ring for uh, Jericho to hit the bulldog and lion salt for the win. Matt goes after Dean, but Saturn comes out to attack Hardy. Three. Jer- Three. Yeah. Jericho makes the save. As then Jericho goes into the ring, but then one Eddie Guerrero comes out. Four comes out to attack Jericho. Is all th- three members of the Radical so far? Triple Team Chris Jericho. What a radical idea! There's more WWE guys in this opening match than there were on Nitro. <laughs> there it is. Uh, we get a moment ago what just happened. We see the Rock arriving to the arena as Kevin Kelly wants to talk, but Rock heads straight to the ring for a Rock promo. Rock calls Triple H a horse's ass because he got himself in the Rock's match on SmackDown for the title match. Triple H getting involved means that Stone Cold got involved. Austin screwed Triple H, but ex de facto, that means Rock got screwed as well. If so facto, I'm your boss. I'm your boss. Uh, Rock then challenges Triple H to a match tonight to determine who faces Angle again. This brings out Stephen McMahon. Let's hear it, guys. Who the hell do you think you are? And The Rock was like, shut up! Yeah. I'm not in the mood for this crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Rock's response is, whoa, 
Why are you so angry? You're the one that gets more balls thrown at them than Chipper Jones. Um. This brings out Triple H right I away. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Triple, uh, five! Five! Triple H, we're counting, okay. He worked she, there. He was terrorizing in that company. I, I know that. <laughs> he was terrorizing all uh, over the Triple place. Triple H says that he earned a shot at the title. Triple H was screwed by Stone Cold. Triple H says since he can't kick Jim Austin's man. ass, he accepts Rock's challenge. And he's about to head to the ring, but one Kurt Angle comes out. Sick! I'm just kidding. No. Uh, Angle says, oh, says slowly that neither of you can beat him. The WrestleMania match will be Kurt Angle versus Stone Cold. Well. Angle says, if, uh, if you don't want the match to determine who faced me, just get it over with. This brings out... <laughs> I like Kurt Angle here. He's like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You're both going to lose anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this brings out Vince McMahon. In the interest of fairness, The Rock interrupts him and tells him uh, the match will happen or he'll shove that XFL football up Vince's candy ass. <laughs> Tonight, in this very ring, it'll be Triple H and Rock. We'll have a match, but it'll be Triple H teaming up with Stone Cold as Rock will be teaming up with Kurt Angle. Not so, wait just a gosh darn minute. Okay. Crane was hot about that. Yes, he was. He was. Our next match is Edge and Christian. Six. Thank you. Edge worked in WWE for right. the shortest of times. Versus uh, they uh, versus Kai and Ty. Wow. But first, Edge and Christian have to do their Kai and Ty impression. <laughs> Which in 2022. Nice. Uh, Kai and Ty comes <laughs> out and so says funny. that they're Japanese. Oh, uh, Reek. And they said so that good. they... Uh, well, have sex with a camel. I was like, what? Because they're evil, <laughs> indeed. Edge and Christian put Funaki in the tree well, and then they put uh, a foot in his crotch to stand up on him. <laughs> Taka hits Christian with, uh, uh, hit, has Christian on his shoulders, and Funaki hits him with a drop kick. Uh, Funaki puts Christian the camel clutch, and Taka does the baseball slide into his face. Ow. Taka hits the Michinoku driver on Edge, but is pulled out of the ring. Edge and Christian hit a stack plex on Taka for the win. We go backstage with Stephanie being mad and being ma- uh, with the makeup artist that she's being makeup on. Stephanie says that the maid found her mother's earring at Vince's hotel. <coughs> However, that's not his. Mo- that's not her mother's earring. And Stephanie will get some evidence as, again, she thinks it's Trish. But lurking in the back, you see William Regal watching from a mirror. Seven! I'm an idiot who that is. I mean, I've heard of him. Uh, we go backstage with Vince on the phone saying he doesn't care what the critics say. He just wants what the fans like to like, mm, the product. Maybe you should care a little bit. Spin already beginning. Uh-huh, after the mm. first week. Stephanie enters Vince's room. Uh, Stephanie wants to know what's going on between the two of them as uh, him and Vince, uh, Trish. Vince says they're just friends. Stephanie says that the maid gave this to her and it was in his bedroom. Then William Regal shows up and says, Ah, oh, tells Vince thanks for letting him use his room. And he was with their someone, uh, you know, up there with someone and lasted all night. And Regal takes the earring and says, I will return it to her. Everybody needs a front neck reel. Thank you for letting me use your room so I can bang the whore, basically. Hey, Vince, it's a good idea. <laughs> can I get a job, Vince? Uh, Stone Cold I shows up. I bang horse. Eight. Eight. 
Kel, uh, Kevin Kelly tries to talk, ask him, but he just ignores him. We go backstage with the APA. Brown As Miss Kitty shows up. Uh, she wants to make her, her own group up called the Right to Nudity, and she wants protection. As they say, well, we can protect you, but we we need cash. And she goes, well, I don't have any cash, so she flashes them. I mean, you want to get paid? We get a recap of last work. week as the Hollies <laughs> being attacked by the ninja. <laughs> do, and do you think that would have worked for the Harris Brothers? Like they'd take titties for payment? Yes, exactly. They would. They'll take sandwiches. And Raven outside, they call... Ten! Ten! They, uh, they call the Raven's Ninja the Mystery Woman as we go backstage with Molly Holly. Hello, As she's waiting outside to beat up the mystery person. As they say that, as she says that she weighs 270 pounds of all <laughs> muscle. <laughs> so I great, love the dude. fact that their gimmick continues dude, with her. It's so good. That is such a tidy detail that almost nobody would catch. It's fun. Jared was like, wait, what? She's what? She's all muscle, dude. Uh, our next match is Kane. 12. 12 versus uh, with Undertaker 13. 13 versus the Dudley Boys. Oh. And for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Hey guys, it's not a tables match. Well, thank the Lord for small miracles. But the, but the crowd wants it. Oh, yeah. Kane with the side rock slam to Devon, then a top rope clothesline to Bubba. Undertaker yells old school and hits it on Bubba. Dudley's hit the was up on Undertaker. Dudley's goes for the 3D on Undertaker, but Kane pulls Bubba. And DD, uh, Undertaker hits the DDT on Devon. Kane with the big boot to Devon. Kane and uh, Devon fight on the outside as Kane is thrown into the post. Undertaker hits the choke slam on Bubba, but Edge and Christian come out to try and hit the concerto on Taker, but he ducks. Undertaker well, he take a coward. <laughs> nope. Taker fights them off and hits Christian with the chair. The ref enters the ring and sees the Undertaker throwing the chair down with uh, Edge on the ground. So the ref calls for the match. So I kind of like that spot. Like, you know, hey, what are you doing with that chair? Okay, call him the bell. I mean, the best one ever was when Eddie just threw the chair and then took a back bump. <laughs> um, I would say this. In current day, current day wrestling, uh, they're starting the feud with Gunther and Ray. And Ray was facing one of the Imperium guys. And... Walter Gunther was on the outside and Ray did the slap the chair on the ground and it, on the outside and chucked it to Gunther and he's like on the ground and the ref sees it because right, you guys are out of here. Yeah, but you heard from Eddie. Yep, it's great. Or according to uh, Don, uh, Dominic, he's the modern day Eddie Guerrero. That's he. He dropped that line last I week. I mean, real make anybody grow up. He, he dropped that line and the heat is just. Mm. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. He should come out to Eddie's music in a car. Just fucking roll with it. He would come out of the car. I don't know about little Tino Heat. You know, uh, Eddie, God damn it! I watched, I saw on Twitter, someone posted an old clip of the cheating shit. Yeah. Like he's teaming with Booker and trying to get a tag, but Booker's too far away. And he goes to the middle of the rope to try to get the tag, and the ref makes him go over and grab the rope. So he undoes the rope, puts it back on into the center of the ring, and he's like almost there. And the ref's like, get back in the corner. He's like, I got the rope. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we got a moment to go. What just that's happened? A, that's a, just a bubble blanket. I showed. <laughs> yeah. uh, we go backstage with Vince and Trish as Trish wants to know what's going on with Stephanie and how she's just jumping to conclusions. Stone Cold mm-hmm. comes in and wants to talk. Vince says, uh, in the interest of fairness, Austin, uh, you know, uh, and, and, but Austin's like, hey, 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 
I love the match. I love the idea of this match. Uh, Austin just came in to check on Vince to see how he's doing. Is it just me? It was like clearly playing mind games with Triple H, common serene Stone Cold, almost yes. more disturbing than yes. unhinged Stone Cold. Oh, 1,000%. Yes, I love it. I love it. 1,000%. <laughs> Vince says that he's not trying to screw him, and Austin's like, uh, no, you're just trying to screw someone else, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Got him. But no, I love this, like, the calm Austin of, like... <laughs> like, how we told me, like, came into the love locker room. Hey, you guys doing? Yeah. Like, good to see you guys. Good <laughs> see you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you shit in my toilet? Yeah, it needs to be... Yeah, I'll, I'll call the plumber. If I can remember, I'll call the plumber. Yeah. <laughs> Just blew up their toilet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to recap of SmackDown, the right to censor, stopping Miss Kitty from stripping. Who's in the right to censor? Uh, we'll find out in, like, two minutes. All right. Uh... We get a promo by Miss Kitty of APA. She wants to be naked now, as Jerry Lawler says. Uh, take the, you know. Hey, she he wants took to start, his shirt off. She wants to start right to nudity. Right to nudity. So he takes his own shirt off. Run. In excitement. By the way, uh, how many were, were we at with the numbers? 13. Uh, you can add JR. JR. That's 14. Yep. Uh, as the right censor comes out, it's just one Stephen Richards. 15. Uh, that's it. Well, that's right. The, that's it, yeah. the flock. Yep. yep. As uh, they come out to take out the right to uh, take out APA, as Stephen gets in the face of Miss Kitty and calls her a slut, Miss Kitty kisses Stephen, and Bradshaw clotheslines the hell to him. Ms. The camera was great there. You didn't see Bradshaw coming. You just saw Stephen get his fucking head taken off. Yep. It was so good. Miss Kitty's going to take her jacket off, but then Ivory comes in and chase uh, hits her, and then Miss Kitty chases her to the back instead of just taking the jacket off. Then we see Raven talking with Molly Holly in the back, asking where uh, she wants her with the ninja is, and uh, Raven says, uh, she's not my woman, so I don't know. <coughs> we go backstage with Vince talking with Trish and uh, talking how teaching her how to play football. Basically, it's the Triple H Trish stuff uh, from a couple months ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. They're not being very subtle with this. Mm-mm. She might as well have come up to Vince and been like, let's play Barbie. I'll be, uh, you be Ken and I'll be the box you come in. Yep. Hey, now. Then Al Snow. <laughs> Al Snow. No. Okay. Comes in. Even WCW had standards. Uh, Snow wants to talk to Vince about Mick Foley. No, he's, he's not there. there. That doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> this made me sad, though. I'll be honest. I haven't missed McFoley. Yep. So the fact that he's being talked about again makes me sad because that means he's imminently returning. Yeah. Yep. Snow doesn't like what Vince did with Foley as Vince then put Snow in a match and uh, uh, that stops the conversation between them. It's like, hey, you can get out of here. You have a match and like, now. Uh, we see Molly Holly waiting for the ninja and then the ninja shows up but then Molly attacks. She's about to take the mask off but then Raven sneaks attack uh, Molly then nin- uh, the ninja backhands Molly, grabs Raven, and they go in the car and drive off. 16. The ninja appeared on WWE TV like two times right? in 1990. She did a fucking spinning back fist. I was like, mm-hmm. the shit? We go backstage with Too Cool, who they're talking about. Is Scotty someone handsome? Not only in the Northeast. Talking about Rikishi and Haku. And about how Rikishi is well, the 17. same person. And then Haku and Rikishi barges in and yells at him. 17 and 18. 
Uh, so our next match is Too Cool versus Rikishi and Haku. You know what's crazy about this? So I was like doing something, so I wasn't watching the, the backstage segment of it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm watching, I can tell like the difference. But if I'm just if I'm just listening, I could have swore that was Jerry Lawler speaking. He sounds so much like his father. Yeah. It is <laughs> fucking nuts. He had yeah no. It was like whoa. Holy shit. At times, it's not all the time, but at times you can oh, totally. God. Uh, Haku hits a big headbutt on Scotty. You, you don't say. I know. I know. <laughs> too cool with two oh with two sidekicks to Rikishi, but then Haku sidekicks Scotty. Grandmaster Sexy's going for the hip hop drop, but Haku trips him. Scotty hits the bulldog and hits the worm on Haku. Or hits the worm, but Haku throws him out of the ring. Grandmaster Sexy gets up and uh, hits the hip hop drop, but uh, stops the pin. So he can go attack Haku. Uh, Haku punches Grandmaster Sexy in the throat. Then Rikishi hits the belly belly and then fights off Scotty and then hits the bonsai drop on Grandmaster Sexy for the win. Flattens him. Yep. We go backstage with the Kurt Angle looking for the Rock's dressing room, but runs into S.A. Rio. Ha! Ha! You're still with the co- Yeah, you still work for the company. God damn it. Angle, Angle welcomes, welcomes him back. As he wants to know where the Rock's locker room is. So they go. He finds the locker room and says, that, hey, we should work together. He says that the Rock concentrates on winning the match. Engel might talk to the Vince about putting him in another number another number one contender's match. Rock will, uh, 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 Rock will make Engel happy tonight. But the Rock says that he'll be taking Engel's title away soon. And there's nothing he can do Your about it. Your days are numbered, there's buddy. You can do about it. Our next match is Al Snow versus Chris Benoit. 19. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> That's what I think. Benoit throws Snow into the post and attacks his shoulder. Uh, Benoit throws uh, uh, to the outside again. He hit Snow with a one-arm back body drop. Snow hits two moonsaults, but only gets a two on each one. That's weird. Benoit then puts cr- Snow in the cross face for the win. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that in January or February, I think it's February, of 1995, these two had a match at ECW Arena. That is what put Al Snow on the map uh, to where he is now. Before then, he had been just struggling in Northeast Ohio Indies for 15 years. Heyman saw him, thought it'd be a good match, and those two tore the fucking house down. Mm -hmm. And then he got to Smoky Mountain and then WWF. So kind of a cool idea six years later to see these two in the ring again in February. Of course, Benoit was stratospheres above him at this point, but that's what I'm here for is the history. But so Osno didn't kill Sammy, so you know that's true. He wins he's, in the end. He's better off. We go backstage with Vince as Stephanie uh, enters the room again. Stephanie says that Austin is calm about this match, so Austin's planning something to cost <laughs> uh, cost his own title match and get Triple H suspended. See, Stephanie gets it. She's paranoid. She's like, what the fuck is he doing? Stephanie I don't trust thinks it. of the match stipulation for their match at No Way Out, but Vince says he doesn't care and tells her to calm He's down. I ain't trying to hear about all that shit right now. I'm trying to think about Trish's mouth. Yep. Leave me alone. We go back. We go to at WF New York as China's there selling her books and she's promoting all the stuff that she's been doing and hopes to be, be back in the WWF soon. Yeah, we don't care. We get XFL highlights of their first weekend. Oh, like who? What's that? Who's shown in this? Who's who is shown? 
Oh, he hate who? me. No, remember their announcers? Uh, yes. Like who? Jesse the Boy. Twenty. JR and the King and some Slayer leaders. Not yet. It's week two. Oh, okay. Week two. Uh, <coughs> so I mean, we're not gonna talk about the XFL. I, I might as well talk about XFL, it now. So, so uh, the first week, uh, the games were completely fucking terrible. Not and like they had like a three week training camp. Yeah, like what you expect. And they yeah. didn't tell them all of the rules until the week the games were starting. Like they did, so they had no idea what they were practicing for. So what's sort of shitty for the players is, I mean, whether they were right to get shit on because the games were terrible, by the end of the season, the football was actually good. Just, I mean, nobody was watching at that point, which was sad for them because they actually had pretty good football. But what really turned off a fuck ton of people about it was when Vince McMahon, was, he was there for the first game, he was told to not introduce it like wrestling. The whole point was that it wasn't wrestling. And he came out and did that... Mm-hmm. Shit. People are like, well, this is just wrestling and this yep. sucks. So I don't care. I never watched a second. I watched the, the first, first game, like half of the game, and I was like, this is fucking stupid. This sucks, yeah, dude. Uh, my whole thought process was this is just a pro wrestling yeah. fronted football, so now I don't need I, to watch yeah, this. Yeah, okay. so. so then I was like, yeah. Which is why I hated The Rock doing the thing like when they, when they started up a couple years, I was like, god damn it. Stop! Just fucking stop doing that shit. I'll just wait till next year. Oh, I know. The fuck they're gonna... Here, a player got paid seven bucks. <sighs> we find out the team names tomorrow. Cool. Let me guess. There'll be the Bulls and the Brahmas. There it is. And, and the Jabronis. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jabronis. <laughs> the Rudy Poos. We go backstage with Stephanie. <laughs> that actually would be fucking hilarious. It was just rock. The Sierra Nevada. There'll be the Sierra Nevada seven bucks. Uh, the SmackDown Hotel. Yes, the SmackDowns. Yeah. The Kevin Hardest shorts. Um, we go backstage <laughs> with Stephanie telling Triple H to calm down. Uh, he He's wa- like, bitch, shut up. He wants to know if Vince liked the stipulation, but she said he wanted nothing to do with it. Then Stone Cold comes in <laughs> and wants to give us <laughs> Triple H a handshake and talk about their match. But Triple H wants none of it, and he leaves and goes, Hey, Steph, uh, nice hair, and then walks away. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Nice hair. What a dick. <laughs> so, so our main event here is a no-DQ match. It's The Rock and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stone Cold. Let's see if... Uh, can they all get along, can guys? They, uh, sir, can they coexist? <laughs> Are they in cahoots? In that very ring. In that very ring. Who the hell do you think you are to assume that? Uh, Austin goes right after Angle. Austin with a second turbuckle suplex to Angle. Tri- Austin tags in Triple H by slapping him on the shoulder. Rock's going to hit the rock bottom on Triple H, but Angle tags himself in. Rock and Angle get face-to-face, and the rock then punches Angle. Austin with a spine buster to Angle. Uh, Austin and Angle battle on the outside. Rock throws Triple H into the ring, and they brawl. Rock hits the spine buster. It's going to go for the rock bottom. But, well, well, the big show comes out. 20. One. 21. Comes Jesse out. Jesse Ventura was 20. Um, Angle throws Rock to the outside for Big Show to attack the rock. Wait, wait. Austin and Triple H begin to one-up each other by slamming Angle's head against the announce <laughs> table. As this has happened, Rock's being taken to the back. Triple H runs off the ropes, but Triple, uh, but he goes over the top rope because Austin was leaning on the top rope. 
That is uh, that is Austin learning as a tag partner with William Regal. That is just, yes. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ. That is so He's good. celebrating, trying to come on, Triple <laughs> so H. So good, dude. Drops him. Uh, Triple H shoves Austin. Uh-oh. Austin goes for the tag, but Aust- uh, Triple H goes for the tag, but Austin walks to the different corner. <laughs> Angle grabs a chair. Triple H pedigrees Angle, but Austin gets in the ring and makes the ref stop the count and tell Austin <laughs> to get back into. <laughs> it, Triple H shoves the ref and gets in an argument, and then Triple H takes a swing at Austin, but he ducks. Angle low blows Triple H and Triple H and then hits him with a chair as Austin yells, Kurt! When he hits the chair shot on it, uh, uh, on Triple H. <laughs> then Angle covers for the one, two, three. As Austin looks stunned that they lost the match. Austin stuns Angle, poses on the stage. Holy fuck. God damn it. That was a one man performance. Hit Hot Rock. <laughs> and everyone else was good too. Yeah. 21. Guys, there were enough WWE talent on Raw to have a WWE show. 21 people. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Jesse Ventura was yeah. in video. But 20. But 20. 20 people. Ventura can be commentary. Yeah. 20. Jared Ventura commentary. 20. Boom. That's a two hour show right there. At That's least. ridiculous. So, out of all that craziness, better show. I thought both were good mm-hmm. again. I, I don't know what it is. WWE's found footing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I enjoyed Nitro on the whole a little more. But we'll see when the awards come. Uh, I'm going raw. I just did a quick count. There were uh, 90 people on, there's 19 people on the show who weren't in WCW. <laughs> There were more new show you Correct. I'm going to go raw because of Austin. But let's go to the ratings. I, uh, last week, WCW got a 2.6, while WF got a 5.4. This week, WCW got a 2.35, while raw got a 5. This means there's no justice in the world because Nitro should be getting a little better each week. The shows Nitro have been good. Should be over three the, the shows this. have been good this year. Yeah. It's. So let's go to our favorite part of the show The award show Let's start off with Best match I guarantee you guys are picking mine Go Chris Jericho versus Matt Hardy I actually enjoyed the shit out of that match Wasn't a bad match Came out of nowhere. It didn't make yeah. a lot of sense, but it was a good match. It's honestly so. I thought about that because I knew you would have a problem with that, <laughs> sir. Yep. It just it reminded me of like a like a random indie show. You're like, why are they wrestling? I don't care. It's a good match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a huge problem. I think the biggest problem I have with it is that they're two baby faces. So yeah. why all of a sudden? Like, why all of a sudden are they having the Hardys face every good guy in the fucking company? Oh, while still being uh, fan favorites also, themselves. No good guy. What about you? <laughs> there That's passe. That's passe. Uh, I'm going the main event for Raw. Yeah, I was said the main event of Raw for me was um, fun. Is was awesome. Uh, yak match of the night. Oh, for me, it's Steiner and Douglas. Yep. Uh, He's on my screen. Haku Rikishi versus Too Cool. For it me. was it was wrestled as if they were in quicksand, and that was uh, sped f- up Rick Steiner. I 
Flying. Fuck. I, you just remind me what's what's to come. No bueno. Uh, <laughs> who is your MVP? Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Call. Call. Call, it's baby. not even close. He had a great fucking week. Hey, Steph. Nice hair. Uh, who the is, stuff in the ring. Yeah. Was I mean Jesus so Christ, good, dude. He well, has God. found his momentum again. Well, God yeah. damn, you don't got to get hot about it. Yeah. He's found his momentum yeah. again. For he's, sure. he's, he's it took him a little bit to get into it again. But you're, you're trying I, to screw me here. No, I'm just here. I think he had to. I think he had to learn that he could trust his body again. His yeah. neck. And once he figured out it was probably okay, boom, he's been locked in. And he didn't do that. No. Uh, <laughs> who is your motive? <laughs> Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas. Al Snow. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Damn, dude. <laughs> um, we don't put you on TV until it's time to get fully back. And then we just use you to get Vince's pissed off. WTF. I guess mine would be what you just told us. Like, it it disheartens me to see a show that has progressively gotten better week mm-hmm. by week. Mm-hmm. Lose, lose ratings. I mean, it's not going to compete, and it shouldn't. But you should at least be creeping towards three because your show deserves that. Your show it's, should be improving ratings. Yeah, it, it went down. It went yeah, down. Yeah, it went down, and that's what's yeah. disheartening about it. It's like they're finally putting on a good, not great, but good promo program again. I, I, I've said this for 19 years. I'm going to stick with it. They found their footing again in 2001. It wasn't going to turn the ship around, but it was going to steady not the over, ship. Not overnight. Yeah, but it was going to steady the ship. Yeah, they were clearly in a place to where they can start to build up. It was just too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go? Uh, God, all the XFL propaganda. Oh my Fucking God, Christ, it sucks. Jesus, uh, man. I agree with Corey, but mine is this. It's odd, in a way of. Realities are back. Yeah, I did not know. Mine is my WTF is the fact that. This Stone Cold is funny and fun to watch, while the only funny and fun Stone Cold we get is later on, Commissioner. Yeah. Stone Cold. Or Sheriff Austin. Or Sheriff Austin. Sheriff Austin. Like, this Stone Cold, I love. Like, this is, this is fun. This is fun, like... I'm, I'm going to fuck with you. I'm sad we don't get to the part where he plays the guitar. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's just... It's oh like, I love... I just love... Well, God damn, don't go get hot about it. I love that. Like, I love the fact... <laughs> I, like, I said that to people people have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I love that line. Like, get hot I, about it. I'm loving, like, this Austin of, like, I'm going to fuck with you, but it's going to be like, I'm Mr. Nice to you, and you can't... You, you, you don't know what to do with me. It's like, awesome. I love it. It's, it's awesome shit. Yeah. But it's just like... It's the fun thing. It's like it's the crazy part, the WTF part for current day wrestling. They don't they don't show this part of Austin. You know what I mean? Like the feud with this feud with Triple H story for funny. All this they show the Kurt Angle cowboy stuff. They the sheriff. You know what I mean? Like you know. That stuff, you know, like they should put this in that little montage of like, you know, if you want to get even with someone, this is how you do it. I'm in the minority, mm-hmm. and I know I'm in the minority here, but I'm in the minority that they they fucked up. But it's a it's a oh. situation where they had yeah the other they have uh, they have an embarrassment of riches, mm-hmm. but I think they fucked up. Not holding Triple H and Austin to Mania for the main event. Yep. It doesn't. Ha- I mean, I, I get everybody. 
I get the the enormity of Rock versus Austin. I get it. But this year, you could have solidified Triple H as a main event. Yeah, like it's it's so crazy that this company, and it's been proven for decades now, just won't back off of their plan if they if they luck into something better. They just won't do it. I mean, you're. I mean, Rock and Austin is always going to sell. It's always going to be good. But like, you have something you're probably never going to have again with Triple H and Austin. Go with it. It's white hot. It feels you could always big. come back to Rock and Austin. It like, feels too big for no way out. Yeah, it does. And it's like WrestleMania is right there. The, you've spent the last year and a half building up Triple H. This would literally be even if Austin wins, this yeah. would literally solidify him because this like because they either don't pull the trigger when they should, or they just make it a goddamn three way and it doesn't do anybody yeah. any favors. The Rock doesn't need to be in that position. He's already a main man. This. And, it's, and you know what? In hindsight, I think I'm still right. I don't care how all the fucking Rock Austin um, pro people are. History is going to prove me right on this opinion because both those guys left and Triple H was never truly solidified. And guess what happened? The ratings went to shit because those two left. He was never made to that level. But when he was your only option. Yeah. <sighs> You so f- you fucked your business up. So this brings it into this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. As we're moving on to the midweek War Stories, and then we're a couple weeks away from Super Brawl Revenge and No Way Out. So we got that back to back. Then we're down to it's the last pay per view. It's the last back to back. There's a week in between Greed and Mania. So there's a last back to back, and then we're down to two shows. Two. Two pay-per-views. Two pay-per-views. Yep. So we're down to four. Jeez. Yep. Holy moly. So you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. Uh, you can find us all on the social medias, the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook at nosoent. Give us a follow, a like, a request, a uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, something in the middle. Up to you. That's all you got for that part. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, baby, and wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs>